You're listening to a podcast from Burley Heads Church of Christ, from Burley Heads on the Gold Coast. And um, yeah, thank you. Thank you for joining us. So yeah, really, really, really appreciate it. And so I guess um, this came out of uh, probably, la- I think it was last year, it was Easter, Easter United last year. Um, I was uh, still an associate at the time, so I was on the I was on the back row, but I did see you go under um, of your baptism. And so, um, and I guess this morning, I'd love to know a little bit more about what led to that, what that was like, and then how's it been since then. So, um, yeah, our man knows Jesus. Hallelujah. So, yeah, it's awesome. So, how, how did that come about? Well, when I, I first took office, there's one, one thing that uh, I prayed to the Lord that I asked that um, in the first term that the Holy Spirit would awaken our city, would move our city, that, uh, that uh, the knowledge of Christ and the love of God are getting to know throughout the Gold Coast. And as I talked to various pastors and leaders in the city and I wherever I went, I said, that's my prayer. And what happened there is um, other prayer groups started taking that on board and the prayer started to happen. And in the first term, I, I know that the Lord has started to, to awaken our city because um, pastors are starting to get to know each other. And, uh, and, and to that, that extent, I had a, a mayor's prayer breakfast that non-denominational and, and other function I did, various pastors would start to, to know. And with the Commonwealth Games, uh, we thought, well, the Easter Sunday before the Commonwealth Games, wouldn't it be wonderful to have a united Easter right there at Home of the Arts, a brand new um, amphitheatre, which will take 3,500 people and floated the idea and, and part, part of the awakening um, and the pastors came up, gave up their uh, Sunday service, some of them, and joined. I think there's about 18 different church that came together to worship the Lord. And then um, through our prayer and, and tapped the shoulder, and you know, the Lord speaks to me in different ways, whether it's through intercession by other people or I wake up with a, a dream and uh, in this case, various people said, uh, Tom, you know, being the number one citizen of the city, uh, have you been baptised immersion? I went, uh, well, I've done the old, you know, on the head, and everyone knows that, uh, that the Lord, Lord's my God, and I trust in Jesus, he's my saviour. He said, no, we've come together now, and uh, and really, if you could do um, baptism, and absolutely, I be- he believe that would add to the uh, uniting and your prayer of awakening, it's what the Lord wants. So I went away and said, well, Lord, it's hard to say no to you because each time I say no to you, I kind of cop it in the ear. <laughs> That's another story. And But what an honour. And... and I, I only had to say, uh, yes, I, I do it, and uh, the whole arrangement was done. And I didn't expect a lot of um, uh, funfare, much about it, but 
people turn up, and um, and I, I suspect the the media would have turned up. But you know, as I was immersed and came up with the ceremony, and I've watched the uh, video since, the word that was articulated from the Holy Spirit, I know that I can't speak that well. But the message that came out of my mouth about the uniting part of, our, of Jesus Christ and how the Holy Spirit, uh, when you baptise, you, you're coming to the Lord. And even for those people who've been previously baptised, immersion is something else and you feel it. And, and as, as I'm saying, the hairs of my neck uh, you know, was standing up and I feel the Spirit moved. And, um, and that is something that I went... Well, Lord, I, that, that's something that uh, that I, I didn't expect because I'm 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 a civil engineer. I kind of put a put a um, uh, analytic and you know not so spiritual. But each time uh, the journey with the Lord, you know, He just uh, lifts me up another level and going. Well, you always think you're not spiritual. Cop this and uh, and 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 every time that happens to me. Uh, when my prayers answered and uh, and things like that, it, it just you, you just can't turn away. As long as you embrace him, he just embraces you back so much more, more so than uh, you know, because other people tell you about it. So that's how that happened. Great. One of the uh, sort of I guess um, the Church of Christ the denomination don't try to have fundamentals. They are meant to be a unifying movement. Um, but one of the fundamentals that came out of the non-fundamental movement is immersion of baptism. And, um, and so you'll have baptisms in and don't go under, someone will jump up and really push them in. So can I just confirm to those, to, as a Church of Christ, he went under um, and uh, he was fully immersed. So um, I was there, saw it. So um, that's fantastic. And I guess the other question, um, how long have, have you been, a, right, see, before that I hadn't realised your faith. And I guess my question is how long have you had a faith and how did you encounter Jesus for the first time? How did how did that come about? It's it's a it's a bit of a journey. It didn't happen that I. Uh, it was a journey that the Lord's knocked on my my shoulder many a times. But I have to start back where uh, to explain to you that uh, my mother's Thai, and uh, I was born in Laos, and my father's third generation Australian who. His dad and uncle fought in the uh, in the um, in the trenches, the First World War, and uh, and all that. So on dad's side, I'm very Australian, and mum's side, I was brought up as a Buddhist. And uh, I came over to Australia at, at the age of 11 and went to a school called uh, Mossman Prep and uh, and Church of England. So I'm a I'm a pretty good uh, sports person, so kind of know what I want to do and, uh, and, and all that. And I had this, um, this uh, boy who's a nice guy, and, uh, and let's call him John because that's his name. And, uh, <laughs> and he keeps talking to me about Christ, you know, and, uh, and to the extent was, you know, being an 11-year-old kid is getting annoying. And uh, I turned to John one day and I said, John... I, I, I tell you this, uh, you know, I said, go back to your God and tell him that he will never have me. Just so blunt. And he just looked at me and 
didn't upset. He just looked at me and said, okay. Times went past. Various things happened. You know, non-Christian would call it coincidence. For example, I'll, uh, I'll, in my, I, I, I get a lot in my dreams. And I dream and that, um, you know, that, you know, that really you should um, embrace the Lord and be a believer. I woke up middle of the night for no reason. Um, I just woke up and uh, I just went, oh, turned the TV on, random mass. And this is middle of the night, you know how the cheap TV version is, where you have all the Christian sort of uh, program. And uh, and the first turn on and, and the word was, you are saved. I went, oh, okay. And it linked with my dream. I went, coincidence? Anyway, and, uh, and from there, there's just so many other other things that happen. So I rang John up and uh, I said, uh, John, got time for a catch up for dinner, double bay steakhouse, you know, you cook your own meat. So we're cooking and, and got a beer each and uh, I said, mate, I've got something to tell you. And he goes, yeah, well, I haven't seen him for a few years. And, uh, and I said, look, um, I'm a Christian. He said, yeah. I said, yeah, I gave my heart, my life to Christ. And he smiled and I said, uh, a cheeky grin, actually. And uh, I said, what, what is that, uh, John? He goes, well, I haven't stopped praying for you every day since. So you see, the power of that is the power of prayer. Yeah. And, uh, and uh, through John, and, um, and now he's a pastor. And we, we catch up every now and again, and we share our journey. And, uh, and, and we know our Lord God's great sense of humor, some of the things he he does and influence you and, and John and I and we we um, we we're best friends. Great, fantastic. And so, as yeah, there was this there's this time accepting Jesus, journeying with Jesus, um, kind of this crescendo around this baptism. And EC, I went to ECN, you know, it was a phenomenal event. Uh, so amazing to get that many churches to agree to come together, um, and it was really felt like the kingdom. Um, uh, that way we are, yeah, it's just so good when churches can work together um, where our competition's not with each other. Um, so it's that, that, yeah, beautiful event. Looking forward to the next one. Um, so what's life since baptism been like with Jesus, 2019? Um, what's next? Or where do you feel like God is, God is leading you? Um, I, th- I think it's never a problem. I mean, you walk, you walk with the Lord and... Um, it doesn't mean the path doesn't go uphill, and it doesn't mean that uh, there's no no challenges. And uh, but as you walk with him, wh- whatever it is, you know, yep, the load is he- heavy, but he's there to taking the majority of the load. However, the thing is, the focus there. I just know that the journey with the Lord, you will get there. And, um, and you spread the message and in position as mayor of the city, um, you know, I'm not out there going, hey, I'm a Christian, you know, I just be me and people ask the question, why are you like that? Why are you so sometime um, straightforward in what you say? And uh, at times they think it's rude. I'm not, not rude, just being succinct. And uh, because I believe what I'm saying and that's what it is. Now, with that journey... Um, since the baptism, 
um, there's been a lot of, lot of um, uh, faith t- testing, let's say, and uh, with Ruth's cardiac arrest, and uh, and that I would say that's one of the things to, in God's glory, to highlight the power of prayer. Because I know the prayer visual while that happened, not to get into so much at length about it, but the fact is, uh, for 25 minutes there's no pulse, and uh, and seven um, defibrillation until you whack the, uh, the adrenaline pump into it. She finally came through, but then in the, in the induced coma, which they brought their, her uh, body temperature down to, I think, 16 degrees, something really cold. Anyway, and then you got the specialist doctor, you know, 3 o'clock in the morning, explained to me the statistics. You know, 90% of people getting the cardiac arrest, 20-plus minutes, uh, 90% uh, pass away, and uh, we've done the brain scan, and uh, and and really, it's not whether um, she will have brain damage; is the extent, because the scan sh- said so. And uh, I went okay, and then they went well, and also another statistic: out of that 10%, more than half passed away after they r- come back in the in the two weeks that um, they come back, within two weeks, another half goes. So you're down to two, three percent. But I went, okay, I'll take that. And, uh, and I tell you, when you confront something like that, you know how I said we're going that path, but really um, uh, my, my journey with the Lord was never been so close, not because, oh, Lord, I need you now because otherwise I'm going to lose my wife, my loved one. It's just, Lord... How can you? How can we do this together? Can you show me the way? And what of a prayer? And I ring, I ring the person down here, and the prayer vigil happened. Anyway, um, fast forward. You know, she got a defibrillator uh, installed, and uh, and got home, convalesced, and uh, and the only I say to her, I said, look, you got it. You're nearly back 100%. The only part that the the brain function is that. Uh, you know, we've been married 38 years and all the housekeeping and the cooking and the cleaning I did for the 38 years, you don't remember any of it. <laughs> so, so apart from that, you're 100%. Praise the Lord. <laughs> That's great. Really appreciate you sharing your heart, coming this morning, uh, coming to see us. If you don't mind, stay up on stage. But I just want to share one thought from that passage that was read, if that's okay. Um, it's, it was uh, from First Timothy. Thank you so much, uh, Daniel, for reading. I'm just going to read just the, uh, the start of that. Um, it's in the book of Timothy. Uh, if you don't know what the Bible is, it's a library of books um, highlighting man's relationship uh, with God. And, uh, and this, is, this particular book, Timothy, is Paul's letter to this young guy, this young pastor, Tim, <laughs> um, or Timo, as we'd probably call him on the coast. And uh, he's saying, just, I know it's difficult, but keep going. And he gives him some advice around prayer for everyone. And um, he says this, um, first of all then, this is, uh, sorry, 1 Timothy 2. First of all then, I urge that supplications, prayers, intercessions and thanksgiving be made for all people for kings and all who are in high positions that we may lead a peaceful quiet godly 
and dignified in every way life. This is good. And I just, uh, as I reflected on that passage this week, I reflected on how much that is needed, particularly in Australian culture. We are tall, tall poppy syndrome. We, uh, we have issues with anyone that's, it's whether it's our boss <laughs> or leadership. Um, our tendency is to be critical. Now, that's the first step. And sometimes it's, that's the way we show love Australians. Um, but other times, it's the way we lean, unfortunately, is to take down or find fault or criticise. Um, it doesn't matter at any level. Um, that sometimes We only need to go online <laughs> on any forum and see that we lean towards criticism. And I'm just encouraged by this, re- this reminder from Paul to Timothy and to us as disciples of Jesus that imagine if our first lean, our first thing, was to pray. Um, even if we had a problem with something, we were going to criticize, the first thing we did was to pray to the king and for him to have his way. Romans 13 highlights that anyone in leadership, God knows, God's got control. And so it's, a, it's, a, it's that, that posture we've been, we call this whole series posture of prayer. And it's that posture that the first thing should be to pray for our leaders, to, to, to lift them up, in any capacity. And it does two things. When you pray for someone, it does two things. One, of course, it's kingdom come. You have the, you're partnering with God in moving his reality. That's the powerful part of that. Well, the second, we don't acknowledge as much, but it actually moves us. And so when you start to pray for someone, you start to see what God is doing in their life. You see, to see the way God is working. What a powerful posture. And so I'm so excited that this morning we can pray for you um, and pray for the leadership that the king has given you (laughs) and that uh, your ways will be guided by him. And uh, I love that this wasn't all just about decisions you have to make for the Gold Coast or I love that we got to hear a little bit of the testimony around Ruth and that because they're they're where the battles have won, they're where God really shows up is in those private times. Um, a private faith, a posture of faith, that's, that means the rest of it all clicks in. So really, I love the song that we sung there, the going into the deep. So you shared a little bit with us today about going into the depth with God. So thank you for your testimony this morning. And if it's okay, I'd love to pray for you. And uh, yeah, we, we, as a church, let's uh, be uplifting Tom and uh, his leadership. And we'll also pray for Ruth as well. So, Father, you're, you're the king. That's the point of the kingdom. (laughs) And we acknowledge that now. We acknowledge that we seek your will to be done. Father, and as Aussies sometimes, I pray for our hearts that rather than leaning, rather than the first step, rather than a posture of criticism or looking for fault or bagging or having a go, may our posture be towards any type of leadership, one of prayer. It says three different types of prayer in your word, Lord. That's how serious you were about talking to Tim about this. Intercession, Lord. Petition and thanksgiving, Lord. We thank you for Tom and Ruth. We thank you for his leadership where you have placed him. We thank you for the Gold Coast. We thank you that we can live here and worship here, Lord. And we just pray that you guide his steps. We also pray for Ruth, Lord. Yes, of course, we pray for healing. But we also pray for those deeper spots of your comfort, your peace, your presence in both their lives.
Thank you for this man of God and I just, we just lift him up. Your will be done, your kingdom come in Jesus Christ's name. Amen. Thank you so much.